When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to another Team News live stream for Triple Game Week 35. As always, I'm joined by Neil, who, I have my fingers crossed, is not muted. How are you doing? I'm all right, yeah. I might not be muted, but you might notice some deterioration in, in sound quality. Uh, I'm using my internal mic, so I do apologize. Hopefully, just a one-week thing and I can uh, get back to normality uh, next week. Yeah, we can. I can hear you clearly. They can hear you clearly, and it's a big, important Good. week. So we're just gonna, yeah, we're just gonna get straight into it. Who else to start with? But Man United, um, the only team to have a triple game week, first one in twelve years, I believe, uh, which is absolutely mad. Uh, yeah, how many players are gonna start three times? <laughs> uh, if you'd asked me this yesterday, I would have said one, and that'll be Harry Maguire. Um, but <laughs> we've had a, a quote, interesting quote from Solskjaer, which would have been made last night and then embargoed for today. And he said, um, he's played every minute for us, Harry Maguire, uh, but he doesn't think that's possible now. Uh, he can't say it happening because of this um, period of three games in, what, five days. And he's not hes not a happy bunny, he's so sorry. He's been complaining about the, um, the people who've never played the game, uh, doing this awful scheduling for them, and that they've, they've got to have a... a it's a two-day turnaround between um, the Villa and Leicester game. And then again... For the Liverpool game on a Thursday. So, of course, this afternoon, you might have seen him in the Manchester Evening News, where he's talking about uh, or hinting that he might even select two separate 11s back to back in back to back games. So, he would think maybe the Leicester game where that would happen, that would make sense because that's the the middle, the middle one. You know, they could handle the rigors of, of playing Sunday, Thursday um, in both ways. But the additional game on the Tuesday, and that's the one that's that's going to be problematic, I, th- I would think. You know, looking at it logically, uh, and he might have been hitting towards that. I know. I, I I do wonder whether he'll he'll he maybe he'll just make a point um, about how hard this is on his squad. I wonder if he will name an entire different side, or whether we will just see um, more of a drip feeder rotation. You know, some players will miss one game, others will miss the next. Um, but the Liverpool match on the Thursday is the is the big one. You know, not just in terms of there's little riding it in terms of. Uh, league position for United, I assume will be all but secure a top four place by then. But of course, it's you know rival club where you you don't want to be doing them any favours. Um, you'd think United would go full strength on that. Um, I know Leicester's just behind them in the league, but I think they need was it three three points, four points really to secure a Champions League place. Might not even need that, and uh, depending on what the other teams do. But I I, I think it's inevitable that um, there will be rotation. I think pretty much every player will. Get at least at least one benching, um, maybe yeah. even Maguire based on what on Solskjaer. Although I will say there's a subtle difference in what Solskjaer said to how people interpret it. Yes, he, 
He yes. did say he wouldn't be able to play all the minutes. Yeah. He didn't say he wouldn't be able to start because he's played. Yeah, ba- he's basically played ninety minutes every single game since he joined Man United in the league. I yeah. think not just this year, last year too. So it could be like ninety, sixty, ninety. But what I yeah. would say to that, that I mean, I'm holding on to that glimmer of hope, but it's probably not the best thing to go into a game already having a sub ready, and that's a centre back. It's probably it's just not an. But this whole thing is not an ideal yeah. situation. So. Um, but I agree that that Leicester game, like I think when it first came out, was all the talk was the Villa game would be the rotation. But Man United have played Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, or you know whatever Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, so many times they're used to that. It, the Leicester match yeah. is the problem, really. Um, so I agree. I think most rotation will come on that, whether it's full changes or you know maybe rest one or two players in Villa just to have kind of half and half. But yeah, that's the only thing I picked up on the quote was that he said minutes rather than start. So that's true. I'm, I'm hoping, but um, yeah, I think anyone that's going into this thinking players are going to play three ninety minutes is crazy. I think you're better off just thinking of it as almost like a guaranteed double yeah. with one tough side, uh, one tough team to play, and then if if they're still good for that, go for it. Um, exactly. Are you, you going to captain yeah. Bruno? I haven't got him. I you going to get him? I, I don't think so. Um, I, I'm not sure it would be highly risky and it would it would bugger my rank. I mean, it's already sort of mid-table mediocrity at the moment, but um, it would be a good way of making ground if he doesn't do anything. It would be a terrible way of losing ground if he does. Um, it would need major reconstruction and I would be down another player for next week when because United blank in 36. So I'm yeah. thinking of going without. Okay. Um, the next triple game week might be 2033. <laughs> I, 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 I know that. It's like, it's just that dream, which is, I actually think Man United players might be the biggest disappointment this week. But uh, They could be. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, two games, I think. Let's just fingers crossed that Maguire still gets that third. I guess Henderson is another one that could get three, but I wouldn't even be surprised if, if De Gea came in for that middle game I either. So yeah. yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I've put Leeds in as the as next team. Not really because... Um, obviously they're not doubling this week, but Rafinha has been a big problem for a lot of our sides recently. There's people like holding on to him for 36 onwards. I've seen some people thinking about transferring him out this week. Now there's no, am I right in saying there's no guarantee he starts this week, but he has been back in training, which is a good sign, surely. That's right. Yeah. We didn't have much of an update yesterday from Bielsa. Uh, he said um, on him and Phillips, who also missed out last weekend, said they've been evaluated on a daily basis. And then we'll have to wait until till Saturday to make a judgment call. But we've seen uh, training ground images or training ground video today with both players back in, in training. So um, that's good news. I mean, might not be match fit enough for a star. And Bielsa likes his, his players to be completely up to speed. You've seen that throughout the season with, you know, Rodrigo not coming straight back in when, he, when he's not been 100% match fit. Um, so maybe not this weekend, but a great audition really for, for 36 onwards. I don't suppose many players will be flocking towards Leeds assets anyway this week because they're a single yeah. game week team, but their fixtures get good from from there on in, and um, this will be a good a good time to, to suss out whether Rafinha is going to play in part in that. Sounds very positive. He's back in training, and um, he'd be I would maybe be involved in some capacity this weekend, if not from the start, which would hopefully stand him in good stead for for thirty six onwards. Yeah, the, the only reason I kind of mentioned it so high up the list is because I know a lot of people are, are kind of, their plans all focus on either Rafinha being fit next week or bringing him in next week. And so there is a chance, basically, is the is the uh, message I kind of got from this. Uh, any, other, any other key things before we go on to the double game weekers? Um, Cooper's back from suspension. Uh, Fielsa sort of hint that he might start over Stroke. 
saying that um, it was it was other stuff other than on-field performances that need to be factored in. Now we assume or we are extrapolating from that that he might be talking about um, the fact that Cooper's you know captain, that he's um, a good leader at the back, so he might be back. Uh, Helder Costa is out for the season. He's been playing in, in Rafinha's stead, so um, he would have been, he would have been replaced anyway as soon as Rafinha's back. Good stuff. Uh, okay, let's go on to the double game because we'll start with um, Leicester. Um, so yeah, I mean, I kind of forgotten about this. I did, it wasn't until the tweet, but obviously Vardy did pick up a bit of a knock, which he then hobbled a bit. But he did play the full, pretty much the full game. Um, so he's he's fine, right, for for this double. And I guess an extra question in terms of news: Do you think they're going to rotate in that second game because of the FA Cup, or do you think it's just too big to rotate? I think it's been moved back, uh, sorry, moved forward 24 hours. So it's now on a Tuesday instead of a Wednesday because of this United triple game. Is a big help in that regard, or can be a big help, because that gives them an extra day of recovery for the FA Cup final. A secondary to that, I think, is the fact that Leicester blew it so badly last season on the last day. And their running is pretty pretty ropey, actually. I think after Newcastle, they've got United, uh, Spurs, and is it Chelsea? Chelsea, yeah. yeah. Yeah, straight after the FA Cup, I think. Or, no, so, yeah, sorry, yeah, last day of the season. Yeah, play them, play them in the FA Cup final and then, and then again in the league. So... Um, I think Rodgers will be wary about that. I think he'll want the points on the board. He won't want to be going into the last couple of games neck and neck with the likes of West Ham and and Liverpool and Spurs behind him. Um, so that's what makes me think he, he will go uh, nearly full strength. Maybe one or two people, you know, Pereira might drop out because um, we think he's going to start tonight. Uh, Madison, maybe some minute management, maybe even Vardy some minute management, but whether that's just at the end of the game or from the start. Rodgers generally has played his, his players in periods of congestion unless it's come you know in a real severe time for example two dear gaps between games at christmas when they played on the 26th and the 28th and he rotated heavily then but this gives them you know four days of course he wants a fit and firing team for the fa cup final but he also wants a top four player yeah. so um i'm hoping as a, a, a vardy and the natural owner that um that movement to choose is actually a, a big help in, in that regard and also, obviously, that we've just speculated, the Man United game could be the one where they do the most rotation, even if it's not a full 11 change. Yeah. So, um, you know, it could be a quick win and then uh, and then start to rest players. Who knows? Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Crystal Palace, who's never usually high up the list. But um, one, one of the players I think that a lot of people are looking at, especially on free hit, and maybe even to bring in, is Zaha. Now, last week, mm. Hodgson was talking about him having a groin problem, but that seemed to be something that started at the start of the game. And then yeah. he played the whole game, right? So, did he even mention Zaha today? Not in the broadcast section. Oh, However, no. I've seen um, I've seen Joe Doyle, who is a football London reporter. He'll, he'll have been there, or certainly dialing in the press conference. And apparently, a question was asked in the embargo section, which is at um, ten thirty tonight. So we don't know what it is. He said Joe Doyle. Uh, it, it said that um, uh, there was no mention of an injury in the broadcast section. So I don't know what he's trying to tell us here. Um, one with the other. We can maybe badger him for the rest of the afternoon if, if that's what you want. Joe Doyle's his name. I used to work with this guy, funnily enough. I've just uh, found my, him. Yeah, I'm going to tweet him right now. Yeah. I'm going to tweet him right now. My previous job as a TV listeners writer. I used to work with Joe in the same uh, same department, so maybe they'll get on to him. But um, no mention of, of, of Zaha. Uh, Hodgson did discuss injuries. He said they were without uh, Sacco, Ferguson and Wickham. Um, so no mention of Zaha there. Uh, all three of them, I think, are back in, in training. Ferguson is, uh, <laughs> I think, of um, 
the uh, the office scene where Gareth hops in at the last moment to try and take a part in that photo shoot. That'll be Nathan Ferguson in game week 38, finally being deflagged. Um, so he, Nathan Ferguson's back in training next week, back in full training, and he's been back on the grass for a long time with the under-23s and, and, and whatnot doing rehab. Um, but he could be back in contention from sort of 36 onwards. But um, yeah, the, the three that were mentioned, Sackle, Wickham and, um, and Ferguson in terms of absentee. He didn't mention MacArthur, though. Again, he, he previously said that he was touching goal for the rest of the season and didn't mention Zaha, but... Oh, I hate you're that. Right. I hate that because right. yeah. you think not mentioning him is fine, but if sometimes if managers aren't asked, they just don't disclose the info. Like, why would they, yeah. right? So... All right, Joe Doyle, we're coming for you. You need to, you need to get, <laughs> you need to get onto him if you know him. Give him a call or something. Um, okay, let's go on to um, Southampton again. I don't think many people are looking to bring in players, but for those without free hits, um, I, mean, I know there's a big thing about Danny Ings. I thought he was out for the season, but apparently not. But the goalkeeper situation, because there was a quote that came out that made it sound like Forster was going to play the double, and then that kind of got dialed back a bit. What, what's the mm. latest with the goalkeeper situation? Yeah, so this, this was quotes uh, originally reported, I think, Hampshire Live. Was it uh, Tom Leach, one of the one of the Southampton reporters? Um, it previously said, or it had been quoted as saying that Forster would start these two games. He said there'll be a rotation between the pair of them for the rest of the season. One keeper will play two games. The next will come in and play the next two. Um, so uh, he said that Forster would get this next these next two games. Asked about it again yesterday in the official pre-match press conference. He said he doesn't want to tell, <laughs> tell us. What's going to happen? A reporter asked him, asked him about this very thing. Uh, and he says he has made a decision already, which maybe it is forced to, uh, and that they will share starts in the final six games. But um, he asked us to wait and see who was playing. But uh, maybe he's already given the game away in those, those prior comments to Hampshire Live that Forster's going to start the two. It's absolute rubbish for me because I've got Forster as a, as a sub-keeper. I need him to play in 36. Yeah, a lot of people are like that. Because, because Mandy's, Mandy's my, um, my main number one. So um, I hope he's I hope he was hoodwinking us and Forster's going to get the next two after this one. But um, if we're going off his, his earlier comments made last weekend, it sounds like Forster's going to start these two. But maybe he's backtracking now. I don't know. That's the way it's, yeah. I think I think you just hope for the best. I'm not sure many goalkeeper transfers are probably worth it. Um, let's move on to Everton. Um, I think the big the big news there is James Rodriguez is out. I mean, I don't think I wouldn't have necessarily expected him to play both the double game week games anyway. Um, any other issues they've got? Yeah, Rodriguez is out of this one. He's back in training next week, so he might need the, the, the second instalment of a, a double game week 35 double header. Decore is back a little bit earlier, I think, than expected. He's been out for a long time now, but uh, he makes a difference there. But I think when he's available, I think that was it. Just going back to something very briefly, um, you you alluded to Ings there when you when you introduced um, Pascal oh, yeah. said it's possible he might return against Palace, so that'll be the second part of their of their game with thirty five double header. Um, same with I think Romeo's back in training next week as well. Bertrand's still out, and um, I think Castle does not know where he's going to feature again in in 2021 uh, and then he's out of contract after that so we might, we might have seen the last of him playing for Southampton who knows good stuff um, and with Everton is it is it just Hamish Rodriguez is, uh, an issue or is there anyone else sorry yeah Gabamin's like a long term okay, one but yeah, I, think yeah. that's, I think that's it alright um, let's go on to Liverpool um, I saw a tweet which I, I don't even know who it's from and I've only seen it once about Quebec um, mm. I don't know if he was mentioned specifically in the press conference but 
there's no there is no major injuries right i don't think he said anything apart from the long running ones well this is this is kind of what you said before but if he's not asked about a certain player he's not going yeah. to tell us um unprompted um he said there were i think what was it bumps and bruises um heading into this one he was he was named in the team last weekend wasn't he for the, the uh, aborted man united match um as was phillips i think and phillips is fit Klopp did confirm that this afternoon but his, his, his exact words were, we have a few bumps and bruises. We have to make a late, late decisions in a few positions. So that could that could well mean, Kabak, if there's any truth whatsoever into this rumour, which I should add is completely yeah. unfounded at this moment. You know, I don't know if this, this person's reliable or not. Um, but Phillips is fit if you're looking for a, a cheap Liverpool centre-half. Um, Henderson's back running, but uh, nowhere near uh, team training just yet, I think. Um, that's pretty much it from today's presser, which doesn't necessarily mean there isn't anything to worry about. Oh, well, yeah, hopefully not. Uh, okay, let's go on to Spurs, which I think is pretty much the same as it's been for weeks now, right? Uh, ben Davis, the only one? Yeah, he's the only one not in training. Uh, and Dobelli and, and Lucas Moura, they were both benched last weekend. And uh, Mason explained that was because they hadn't actually trained in the run-up that match, apart from like one day before the game. So they'll have had, like, an extra week to, to be back in. Um... Mason was uh, praising Bale to the rafters, uh, seeing that he's he's close to his best. Also discussed Ali as well. He, he was back in the starting eleven last weekend. Said he trained himself into the team and that he was he's, he's been excellent. So maybe he gets another start. Although with it being Leeds and you know more legs required, and maybe maybe Lucas comes back in for that. But yeah, as you said, uh, Davies the only absentee. Good stuff. Uh, and Chelsea, another double game week team. Obviously, one of their games is against Man City. Um, obviously, not long after the Champions League as well. Um, are you expecting much rotation, or do you think we're going to see a similar team to the Real Madrid one, possibly? Well, well, he's, he's sort of hinted that there will be rotation because um, mentioned the fact that they've got one less day to recover than City. Uh, said that they're going to need some fresh legs and fresh minds. Um, was also asked about the fact that Chelsea have beaten City already in the FA Cup semi-final. We'll play them again in the Champions League final. And was asked whether he's going to name like the sort of same setup in all three games, and and sort of said they didn't know yet whether he's going to sort of experiment tactically. I suspect you might you might look upon this as the um, whilst they're not assured of a Champions League place by any stretch, you might look upon this as the the game to um, not write off. But they've got easier chests to wait. I mean, they, they, they can afford to lose this, and I think they'll still be in the top four. Is that right? And then they've got Arsenal to come after this. Um, so, I mean, he's done this anyway ever since he's come in. He's rotated. I don't think he's really got a settled first 11, um, with, with the exception of like a few players like Mount, Aspilicueta. Um, so, yeah, he, he's, he's pretty much told us that there will be changes to the game. Kovacic is the only injury absentee uh, for the first part of the game week 35. He might be back for Arsenal, but it's a slim chance. I think, other than that, everyone is fit. Yeah, they can lose and still be uh, top four, but it would be, be very squeaky bum time because West Ham, if yeah. they win, would have the same points. So, well, I know what you mean. Like, it's, like Man City is the toughest game they've got left, so um, maybe even playing for a draw or something would be interesting. But, yeah, the fact the top four is still so wide open is great for um, FPL purposes because most teams are going to have to play full strength. Um, Aston Villa, another team with a double. Doesn't look like Jack Grealish is going to make it back, but maybe soon, possibly. Maybe for the second, and a bit like a lot of players we mentioned already in this press conference roundup, like Ings and Kovacic, could be back for the second uh, gimmick 35 fixture. So he's not going to be 
a bit of a list again against United, same with uh, Morgan Sanson. But Grealish is already back on the grass and um, expected to return to the sort of full training early next week. So you never know. We might see him in the, uh, is it the Everton rematch, the Swift Everton rematch? Yeah. The second double game week 35 fixture. Um, so yeah, I know a people, few people I've seen discussing El Ghazi, who's, um, who's very attractively priced, loves a shot, um, is on penalties. But that's Grealish's place, really, the left wing. So and not that I'm trying to put anyone off him, but just be aware that Grealish is back in training and, and, and could could be involved against Everton. Whether that's from the start or that's from the bench, he's so talismanic that I think they'll um they want to play him. But given what's happened, given the setbacks he's had, they might be gradually reintroducing him. So you never know, you may get two starts out well, Garza. Apart from that, I think there's just Trezeguet who's out. Yeah, from his point of view, I guess like the Euros is still such a big thing. Might, he probably yeah. doesn't want to risk it, especially when Villa are safe, right? Um, just quickly yeah. on on Joe about Zaha and Crystal Palace. So just for the purposes of this video, I, I did send him a quick tweet uh, and he said the same thing, like the broadcast section, that's all they can say for now. So yeah. I said, fair enough. If he's fit, don't reply any further. And so far he's not <laughs> replied. So who knows, take take that what it, as you will. Um, but yeah, we're not going to find out. So it's uh, yeah, that's really annoying, that one. But anyway, that's that's my own problems for after this. Um, let's move on to... We ain't got many left, actually. Man City, we're really far down the list. But let's go to West Ham um, next. So they've got Antonio back. So I think last week, we we knew he was kind of close. We didn't know if he'd start, and he did. Um, so it's only really Declan Rice now with the the most of the first 11, I think, is missing. Yeah, the, he's, he's, he's one of the sort of low-key... Least helpful managers, Moyes. He's a bit, you know, we, we decry Solskjaer and all that for his sort of um, slight of hand tactics, but Moyes is, is very unhelpful. Like he, he said the same thing last week about Antonio and Cresswell. They both were fit and and um, and played. Now, this week he said pretty much the same thing about his four, 400 players. One of them is Declan Rice, as you said, they're the most important one. There's also Noble, Ogbonna, and Masuaki were all out as well. He said he didn't want to put a time frame on them. They're just trying to recover them as quickly as possible. So, very unhelpful. Um, I think ex-West Ham employee who we, we, we cite on here lots of times, he said Noble and Ogbonna's got a chance for this weekend. Didn't mention um, Maswago or Rice, so maybe them two are a little bit behind. Uh, but yeah, in terms of the in terms of the big names, fantasy names, I don't think we've got any indication that there's anything wrong with the likes of Antonio or Lingard or, or anyone like that. Good stuff. Uh, okay, let, let's do Man City. Obviously, they, I feel like we've forgotten about them over the last few weeks. They've got... Um, Obviously, no double, so that's kind of one of the reasons why they're playing Chelsea. Um, but, I mean, it's same old, right? He's told us he's going to rotate. We know they're going to rotate, and that's it, right? Yeah, they've got Stone's absence um, with through suspension, and um, apart from that, I didn't hear any uh, injuries declared. I do think... I Did did Pep say he was going to rotate today? Because David was covering this press conference, I must admit. David had like five at one thirty. So, so the quote I've got on screen right now, he said, um, "Oh, actually, sorry, no, I've missed. I think I've misread it. People might think the guys who played against Dortmund yeah, and Gladbach are going to play. Uh, I don't know what I want, but then he said, what I want is everyone involved in the next two to three That's weeks.' Right. So that yeah. made I I misread the first bit, but the second bit made me think that. I mean, he's, yeah. he always rotates, right? So he's going to continue. Like they've won the league, I guess. Once that's well, wrapped up, do you not think? Yeah. I th- well, I think this weekend, this is just again my 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 hunch. Um, because actually the team news have been pretty easy to predict in the past few weeks. You kind of just know when he's gonna rotate, which yeah. is un- unlike normal. I think he'll probably go full strength this weekend. I- I'm thinking so anyway, because a win seals the championship. Um they've got a week, I think, or six days certainly after this game. They were playing on Tuesday, so that's like you know, four days rest. 
Um, and, you know, a win gets him over the line. Chelsea's, of course, no, you know, easy opposition. So I I assume that he'll go something similar to what he, he sent out against PSG. And we kind of almost know what his first choice to eleven is now. Even yeah, he, definitely. He said this afternoon that he doesn't think he doesn't he's got decisions to make in the next two or three weeks. Um, so it could be like that same strikerless setup, you know, without without recognised forward, um, either Bernardo leading the line or, or De Bruyne forward and even. Um, Laporte will obviously come in. Um, Rodri may come in for Fernandinho obviously because he started twice in the last the last week. But Fernandinho is the only person, the only player, who st- only outfield player I should say, who started both last weekend's game. And then the PSG game, so fatigue. Not, I wouldn't say like a massive issue um, heading into this one, and it's it's the p- potential coronation of the of the title. So I, I would just assume yeah. it's going to go strong for this. Yeah, it's re- it's going to be really interesting afterwards because my because the Champions yeah. League final is a week after the end of the season, so they could potentially go kind of full strength in thirty eight to keep those players yeah, going. So. But the last day of the season is the last. Uh, sorry, Chelsea's a home game, but after that, they've only got the last day of the season. Everton. And sh- like you just think, surely Aguero gets a good amount of time in the last ever home game with fans. Like, and he's only like he's he, you know goal record. I think he's like one behind Rooney or something. Yeah, he's, he's going to get minutes, isn't he? He's surely. I think so. He may be the exception. Just he may trying be one to guess when. Yeah, I mean, him and Fernandinho. I mean, Fernandinho is still very much front and central of Pep's plans. He, he was playing in midweek against PSG and was excellent. And didn't get yellow carded. He's a he's a magician. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, he's a, he was a he's a. A sly bugger as well, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Aguero less so, of course. Aguero so peripheral now. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you'll. Pep does slight uh, strike me as um quite a sentimental type. Of yeah, might I might hide it quite so. well, but but he's he's often talked about how he loves Aguero as a person and as a, as a man. So yeah, I think you're right. Uh, otherwise, well, I, I think you might be on the on the money there with, with 38 being to get them into a rhythm, as he's mentioned so often before, uh, ahead of the, the Champions League final, and then whatever happens in between, there might be some further rotation yeah which we'll, we'll do what we've done every single week this season try and figure it out and get it completely wrong most of the time i think <laughs> that's what you can do with man city uh, let's go on to your boys newcastle um any major things there i do you know i completely forgotten about newcastle because it was yesterday and they're just so far removed from anybody's thoughts no fresh FPL, injury worries i think no fresh injuries no yeah willick's back he's back from uh he was ineligible to play against arsenal last weekend bruce strongly hinting that he's going to start maybe for long staff uh, otherwise, I think it's just the same players are out. Um, Wilson got 90 minutes under his belt last weekend. Bruce said he's benefited from that and he's injury free. So, um, as you were, I think. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. So only a few more left. Uh, we'll just we'll just um, run for them quick. Burnley next up. Yeah, Burnley. I suppose it's quite big because um, Chris Wood uh, was you know a very popular option. Still is with his form in the, in the last few weeks. Um, now he he came off. Late on against who were they playing? West Ham, and um, he hasn't been flagged since because Dice has been saying he's been all right, but he he had a dead leg in that match, um, and then Dice went on to say that he's he's he him, he'll be fine. He's, he's you know come through a week all clear, all clear, but then right at the end of that sentence, when discussing him and Pope, I think he used the word hope. We hope that they're going to be all right or should be all right or something like that, um, which is always puts an element of doubt in your mind, but. The fact that um, the Burnley website subsequently declared would fit, um, I think he's going to be all right. I think he's going to be fine. Dead leg, you know, you run the off. He's a big, tough lad, but I think he should be all right. Uh, I think in terms of injuries, it's just Brady and, and Longo are still out, and then Stevens has got a minor knock, but um, nothing much to report other than Wood. 
Cool. Uh, what about Wolves? Yeah, body's still out. He's got um, he's got this long COVID. He's suffering from fatigue. So he had come back following his isolation, but then is we've heard about this long COVID before. It affects affects you for months and months. Um, so he's not going to make it. Uh, could be back the week after. Um, Jimenez has got a scan. Uh, sorry, a, a consultation on the 18th of May. So um, that could give him the all clear. So he could be back for 37, 38. Um, apart from that, I think yeah, Martini was Martini was available. Uh, he was passed it by Nuno this afternoon. Uh, who again hinted that there was problems without telling us who they were. Now we saw Ike Nori come off against West Brom, whether I think he was limping off, so he might be one of them. But um, got quite uh, quite shirty with a reporter who tried to ask who these injuries were and said he wasn't going to tell you. So um, prepare for that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so prepare for uh, a no-show that hasn't been declared. Yeah, it would be really good to see Jimenez back, so hopefully that happens, um, because obviously it was a horrific injury. So fingers crossed he comes back. Uh, I have missed, I think, one double game week team, uh, just just because they're randomly down the end of the list, which is Arsenal. Uh, Obviously played last night, now very little to play for, I would say. Potentially still a European spot up for grabs, but it's going to be difficult. Um, I think Lacazette got on the pitch, although he was a substitute. Do you think he's going to be fit to start kind of every game now or I don't quite? know because, yeah, yeah, Arteta's comments last night were kind of cagey. He said he was only available to start for 10 to 15 minutes or feature for 10 to 15 minutes because he hadn't even trained properly ahead of that game last night um, and was thrown on for, you know, the final final stage and he couldn't do much more than that. So whether, whether what, three days of training has given him enough time to get up the match sharpness. We did actually hear similar comments about Aubameyang and then he, he went and started in game week 34 against Newcastle. So he might be all right. There might be rotation. It's not that he, he has anything to play for anymore uh, on, in European terms, but um, it comes less than 72 hours after the Villarreal game and then it comes before a Chelsea match in midweek. So there might still be changes from what Arteta even we talked about bouncing back, Xhaka, uh, he, he pulled out in the warm-up with muscle tightness. Um, David Luiz, who is availability, is important if you've got Rob Holden because they're, they're both the, the right-sided centre-halves. Luiz limped out last weekend of the Newcastle game. Arteta said it didn't look good. However, we've seen Luiz back in training this week, so he might, he might have made a swift recovery. He wasn't involved on Thursday, um, but he has he has been cited in, in team training on Wednesday, so um, if you're a holding owner, no guarantees that he's going to get both games. There isn't even if Luis isn't fit because we saw Chambers come on at, at, as the right side at centre half in Newcastle. So um, as usual with Arsenal, even though they're out of the Europa League, elements of doubt certainly for double gaming 35, and there might be there might be back to full strength now that, as the season you know closes in. But um, this weekend, prepare for I think a change or two at least. Fair play. Um, I think we've got four teams left. So the next one is Brighton. Yeah, Lallana's out. He could be back for game week 36, but he's not going to make this one. I think apart from that, I think um, Potter was, didn't mention much. Um, do you want to prompt me on the rest? Yeah, Fulham. I think for the life of me. Oh, yeah, Fulham. Uh, Kenny could be back. He's, we've seen been seeing this for weeks. He's back on the, back on the grass. He's been training. Potter's going to make a judgment call whether he's going to be involved. Hope's the same for the end of the season. Uh, Harrison Reed, who missed out last weekend, he's been back in light training, so they'll assess him. They've got a Monday game, so gives them a bit of extra time to recover. Um, who's next? 
Uh, yeah, sorry, just Sheffield United and West Brom, then that is it. Sheffield I think. United, West Brom, yeah, yeah, we are in the dregs now, aren't we? Um, nothing, nothing new. I think from Heckenbottom, he said he didn't reveal any, uh, didn't have any fresh concerns. He said everything was as it was. So I don't know if that means Amadou's still out. Uh, Key and Brian might be back. He was uh, attending the birth of his child last week. Um, O'Connell, McBurney, Sharp still out. West Brom, Snodgrass is out for the season. It looks like uh, Ainsley and Niles can't play this weekend. A bit like Willick last weekend. Uh, it's because he's facing Arsenal. It was his parent club, uh, and I think that's all all we've heard from from Allardy. So there you go. Good stuff. Uh, I just obviously I know not everyone is necessarily in at the start. But obviously, you can go back and watch the bit about Crystal Palace, etc. Man United, especially. Uh, I I've just been like trying to find on Twitter just something about Zaha, uh, and just another. There's another journalist here that just said the same thing. Um, sounds like he's okay. Hodgson was asked about the injured players, whether it was only those he mentioned. He didn't mention Zaha. Same thing you said. So. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you just take the risk or not. I think we're not going to likely get any news until after the deadline. Uh, and if it is that he's injured, we'll we'll just have a bit of a cry together. That's all. Um, but yeah, give it a like if you enjoy it. Hit subscribe for new around here. Obviously, if there is anything else major between now and the deadline or even afterwards, um, we'll put it out on the Twitter account, FF Scout. Uh, and there'll be the team news roundup on fantasyfootballscout.co.uk as well. Um, Neil, thank you very much for uh, joining me and giving us all that info once again. My pleasure, yeah. See you next week. Give it a like, hit that subscribe button. Good luck. There's only three, just over three hours to go to the deadline. Get those decisions locked in and we will see you same time next week. Cheers all.